and to talk city business, Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder in studio with us. Mayor, thanks for taking time. Well, good morning. I know it's not as exciting as the council roundup, but it's the best we could do. We'll take it. <laughs> we, will, right. we will take it. Uh, I see you're wearing uh, the colors of Ukraine. Um, I have this clip somewhere in the archives of... Uh, one of the Ukrainian uh, right. officials mm-hmm. in Springfield actually doing a council roundup promo. Uh, I'm going to have to go find that, but uh, it's it's some pretty serious situations they're in over there right now. No doubt about it. And I thought maybe it might have been the mayor, uh, Fedorov, that was uh, captured. I thought he might have uh, came into your studio. I know there was a delegation, one of our final delegations from you was from Ukraine, not that one that came in 2018, but uh, before the pandemic, uh, we did have one uh, from Ukraine, and it's really uh, heart wrenching to see what's happening over there. What, if anything, can the people of Springfield do? Uh, and have you heard or seen any um, Ukrainian refugees coming to town or helping facilitate that at all? Well, we have a uh, sister cities, uh, you know, organization that's active amongst other ones. The only one that I know has a direct sister city relationship is in Rockford. Uh, but what people can do is more of awareness, uh, making it known that it is important to, to you know, stand up to democracy for freedom. And then that registers not only to the state level, but the federal level. And thankfully, uh, Senator Durbin, he was uh, one of the first ones to advocate supporting the Ukrainian effort and uh, uh, with humanitarian and um, military needs to help them uh, defend their country. We're talking with Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder live in studio in place of the council roundup to talk some city business here on WMAY. So obviously people are going to keep Ukrainians in their uh, hearts and uh, in their in their prayers. Uh, it's just horrible what they are going through. Uh, and it obviously is impacting a whole bunch of things from you know the cost of gas to mm-hmm. supply chain issues and so on. Uh, but, Mayor, let's let's get into some specific city business. There was some uh, controversy with this union contract for uh, the fire department uh, when it comes to a new provision that that has some people concerned uh talk about the um the the elements allowing for a certain level of thc testing uh if somebody is to take a drug test for instance right the uh, we do um we do spontaneous testing uh, on a, you know, uh, nobody knows when they'll be tested. But according to the contract, they cannot partake uh, 36 hours before coming to work. Uh, and it pairs up more in line with other civil service uh uh, workers in the city of Springfield, but the uh, police department, those that have a CDL license, those are pretty much governed under federal regulations. Uh, the rest are uh, really governed under the state regulations, which allows recreational use. So that's where the language that the union wanted to put into the contract. Uh, I was brought in at the tail end, try to, you know, before arbitration and asked, you know, one, I wanted to have, uh, you know, give the chief more flexibility in leading the department forward. Uh, they weren't receptive to that and weren't receptive to any changes associated with the cannabis, things of that nature. So uh, really the uh, sticking point, the last sticking point uh, from that standpoint to avoid arbitration was wages. And we were able to come to conclusion on that, which I, you know, really I'm glad of because it's time to move on and, uh, you know, go from there. But there'll be testing, things of that nature. So uh, what an individual does on their own time, I understand the concern. I was concerned as well. Uh, what type of message does that send? Things of that nature. But, uh, well, you know. Are, are, there, are there still um, 
you know, liability issues if somebody does test positive over a certain threshold and they're on the job. Correct. Uh, so mm-hmm. they, they can still be yeah, held no responsible doubt about it. Yeah, fired. you can't you cannot be inebriated uh, whether it's alcohol or uh, cannabis or some other drug. Uh, you cannot be inebriated, and that's for any city employee. Uh, so uh, we do that testing, and uh, the real the challenge for the but, but is, what this does essentially is it takes away the zero tolerance correct. Uh, policy, right? Okay. And on that uh, note, really, I don't think there's a test that uh, will show. Uh, if you've uh, been clean for the last 24 hours or something of that nature. So I think that is on the forefront. But it, I'm, to my knowledge, I don't think that's come to fruition yet. We're talking with Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. And, uh, Mayor, we've got, uh, of course, the, the city budget that's in place. Uh, you've got uh, even the, the federal uh, tax funds for uh, the American Rescue Plan Act dollars. Uh, how much is left in this first tranche? When do we get the second tranche? And um, what are the ultimate plans? Plan's going to be to, to spend upwards to what uh, thirty-two 30. million dollars or so, right? Thirty-four million in both seventeen million dollar tranches, and we have uh, dollars allocated, but they will have to be appropriated through the city council to actually come across as officially spent. So, um, uh, from that vein, we've had appropriated through sewer projects. Um, uh, with regards to revenue replacement, uh, we have a microloan program that's been leveraged with the private industry. Uh, and then uh, things of that nature, I think we have probably $6 million left, so that would be up to $28 million allocated. But again, we'll have to come forward with the uh, to any type of expenditure to the city council. The ones that have been allocated and spent, the $1.4 million going back to reimburse the overtime and uh, associate with the Fire Department, also about 700000 going to the Convention Visitors Bureau for uh, revenue lost, and then um, the sewer project around the lake and uh, moving that direction, and then, of course, the loan program. So roughly right now, I'm just you know estimating probably about $5 million has been uh, processed through the city uh, ordinance uh, validation of the expenditures. Uh, when it comes to projects around the city, of course, the Y Block, um, we heard a little bit about that uh, and, and some, some kind of draft plans that are put mm-hmm. out there, uh, some, some sketches, some concepts. Uh, what's, the, what's the goal there? Well, we're going to activate the space, and that's been wanted. Uh, that was the original uh, proposal, but everybody wasn't quite sure at that time. The Levitt Concert Series with downtown Springfield really ramped up everybody's understanding of what can transpire there, and other communities have done this. Well, and it in put them areas. right in the middle of town where right. you see the governor's mansion, right. you see the Capitol, you see just the glory of downtown Springfield. It's a beautiful spot. Right. It's the heart of Springfield. And I, if there's ever a building that goes on there, the initial footprint will be, of course, Water features and uh, you know more of the uh, concert venue type activities, uh, but if there's ever a building that would go on there, it'd have to be on the Fifth Street side of the corridor. So, it, <clears throat> excuse me. So it doesn't block Capitol Avenue view, and then you have the view of the Capitol with the rooftop terrace, something of that nature. But the phase one is just the redevelopment of that space, and we applied for a Main Street grant, and uh, we're also. Uh, seeing if that doesn't come through, can we get it in the budget with the state legislature? Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder here on Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. And uh, from one part of town uh, that's going to see some development, hopefully, to uh, the opposite side of town that people have been calling for something to be done, Pillsbury. Mm -hmm. What's going on there? Well, we actually had a... uh 
discussion with someone of interest, uh, but they want to see it cleaned up. And so it's my understanding that the moving Pillsbury Ford group wanted to take it over. I think they were looking at possibly uh, doing a quick claim deed or having the deed uh, turned over to them. Uh, the challenge there, though, is, uh, you know, what do you do with it once you have it? And it, uh, our concern is, are we letting the uh, previous owner off the hook, so to speak? So we do have a lien on the property, uh, trying to hold the individual, the prior owner, responsible to a certain degree, regardless of what the courts decide. But uh, what we need to do next is a phase two study, environmental study, and that will tell you what exactly the cleanup cost could be. And so we've uh, impressed upon the group and other you know, organizations like the counties involved, uh, SSGA is involved. SSGA actually said they would partner with us to do the phase two study. They may go as far as funding it themselves, which we're a partner in that. Uh, but that's the next step is the phase two. And then after that, it gets it ready so you can apply for federal funds or state funds and other resources to clean up the area. Springfield Mayor Jim Langfelder here. Um, you talked about uh, just briefly uh, something you were looking possibly to the, the state capital to do, um, uh, dealing with the Y block, possibly mm -hmm. finding some funding mechanism there. Um, but uh, the legislature's in session till April 8th. They may go over, who knows? I mean, it's not beyond the state house to have us in during uh you know the fourth of july i remember that back in 2017 what a what a 17 day stretch of session days that was when they had the budget impasse but they're set to adjourn april 8th mm -hmm. what are they getting done anything that's gonna help benefit the city of springfield i know you raised concerns about uh, some some law enforcement issues uh touch on that have you heard of what's gonna transpire uh and what else could happen that you want to see the state do for the city of springfield and other municipalities right uh well your timing to today's illinois municipal lobby day at the legislature so actually uh the governor uh speaker welch and others are going to um, you know, be at their venue. I think it's at the Hoagland Center this morning. But we do have uh, meetings lined up with legislators and going over there to tout what's important to us. Uh, probably the top of anybody's uh, platform would be the LGDF. That's the Local Government Distributive Fund. Uh, we used to get a dime on the dollar. Now it's uh, down to eight cents, I think it is, or eight percent. And so, or I'm sorry, six percent. And we're trying to get it up to eight. 8%. So uh, that's one initiative we'll push from a statewide initiative. For us locally, though, we're trying to get the SHA TIF uh, extended, and that's the old Madison Park Place, the old John Hay Homes, I should say. But extending that, the boundaries have been extended to envelop Pillsbury, uh, but we want it expanded, or I'm sorry, extended another uh, 15 years. And that takes uh, letters from the county, Sanitary District, Capital Township. We've been through this before. Right. Yep. And it's the uh, same. I get all the taxing bodies they're, in, they're impacted by it. <laughs> right. And so we have all of them except for those three. And uh, of course, they'd like to see a plan, but you know, it's all about just drive through there. Need housing redevelopment and Pillsbury rectified. And then, uh, you know, that leads into Lanfear and Robin Roberts Field. So that whole area is of importance. So hopefully we'll get those letters and then be able to pass that before the April 8th deadline. The other thing, of course, of significance for us is broadband uh, and making sure that the cities are included in the broadband initiative because we're kind of unique with our own fiber through CWLP and how we can uh, kind of uh, make sure we provide those services in the inner core of the city. And that would impact the medical community to a greater level than what we currently do, as well as the east side. And then um, uh, UIS, you know, we're trying to get funding released for the Innovation Center to finally uh, be able to buy their building. I think there's $15 million in this budget, but if they uh, do not allocate it, we want them to extend it over to next year's budget that they will be uh, discussing and passing 
prior to the July 1st uh, budget season. And, and finally here, um, earlier this month, 24-7 Wall Street, they put out uh, numbers showing that violent crime rose in Springfield uh, in 2020. Uh, what's being done to to help address those issues? I know we've heard from the the new police chief mm-hmm. uh, and some of the things he's doing uh, and some of the stats that we've we've heard reported. Um, what can the state house, if anything, do uh, to to help uh, with this situation? Well, uh, one thing they are doing right now is LPRs along the state interstate highway and uh, the on and off ramps. Uh, and that's the camera system we're employing. Uh, within the uh, city itself. Uh, and it's more up north, but we want them to extend it downstate, of course, and then actually allow greater flexibility with usage. It should be tied to any gun usage or you know drug activity, things of that nature, and they'll really take a bite into it. One area I'm concerned about, though, is the uh, zero cash bond bail. Uh, that doesn't take effect till January of uh, next, or this, uh, next year. And so that's of concern. Uh, so that's something what, that maybe— What do you feel that that's going to ultimately mean when that does take effect? If they, well, if they don't modify it. Well, uh, that's something that uh, the chief could expound upon or Dan Wright, the uh, state's attorney. Uh, but there is concern that, you know, an individual that creates crime that you aren't able to hold them uh, for a period of time, that you have to release them on zero cash bail. So that's not a good situation. I think they should be flexibility within that legislation, but that's something they could answer. But with regards to the report, uh, Chief Scarlett gave a report to the city council and uh, we are, our numbers went down on uh, you know violent crime things of that nature. But the other thing we're doing locally is trying to um, you know create activities for our young people. Uh, you know there's some young individuals in teenage years or maybe even before that they're going by the pathway of the gangs, and we want to kind of circumvent that and get them more engaged in uh, positive community activities. And you know that's what really goes with the programming the school district uh, with their expansion happening. Uh, they you know have a program with uh, Lanfair High School and uh, how do you get them involved in the trades, things of that nature. But we're looking at Comer Cox Park, that whole area, turning it into a teen empowerment zone and really creating that positive activity and mentorship, things of that nature for our young people so they go the right path in life.